and welcome to episode 16 of the Get Real Gaming Podcast. It is the show where we get real talking about the latest video game news and releases. I'm Richard and with me is my Chocobo co-host, Lawrence. How are you doing today, Lawrence? Are you better? Are you doing better today? You sound a million dollars, Lawrence. Okay. You've recovered. Yeah, I'm good. I'm all right. You're all right. And you've recovered from your illness. Yeah. I've just got uh, feeling much better. Chocobo pox. Quare. Oh, God. Quare. <laughs> well, we'll be talking uh, about Final Fantasy a little bit later on today. But first, Lawrence, what have you been playing this week? Well, you just lied to the audience because I played Final Fantasy this week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, there you go. This is a very short episode. Thanks for listening the, and we'll uh, see you next time. The no news. Uh, no, I was playing, um, played a, bit of, a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. Um, I, so, what is the reason? Why is the reason that that you've that you're going back um, to Final Fantasy fourteen? Uh, well, I, I've just not been enjoying WoW, and I just kind of wanted a new MMO, and I thought, well, I need to play that new expansion I bought when it first came out, and then never got to play in the, that expansion. So maybe I should go play it. So you went uh, back to Final Fantasy fourteen to play an old expansion? Well, to play to play Shadowbringers, which is the not the one that's about to come out, but like the latest one. Ah, um, so there's another expansion. There's another expansion coming out, which we'll talk about later on the show, yes. And so you're just preparing yourself pre-expansion. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes um, sense. What else to play? I play, I play something... Uh, uh, you, know, you know when your mind just goes, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm Every trying day. to think. I play all the time. Uh, <laughs> all the time. I played a right bit now. of GTA Five. Um, what? I, uh, yeah, I tried. I tried a bit of a, a GTA Five role play um, server. Oh, yeah, wow. very interesting. Not what? my cup of tea. No, no, too Is grindy. It, well, too grindy. A bit mm. slow. You're very slow. Very slow. Very very slow. very cool, but very slow. Right. Got it. Um, there was one more. One more. Oh no, no, that wasn't it. No. No? No, I can't remember. I've lost Excellent. it. Good. It'll come back to you. It will come Like back halfway to through the episode and you'll be like, Oh, it was this! <laughs> yeah! So prepare yeah. yourselves, listeners, for that moment there. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of something we'll be talking about as our main topic today, Firebase C, mm-hmm. the new uh, DLC for Call of Duty Cold War. Um, obviously, there was other bits of DLC that came along with uh, Firebase C. So we had like uh, a new map, which was an old map. I think it's Express from I don't yeah. remember which I game, think it's but Black Ops Black three, Ops. Black Ops two. Yeah, um, and so it kind of just came back that map. And Firebase C is kind of the big reason I was playing. So we'll be talking a lot more about Firebase C uh, later on. But that was it. Yeah, we'll be playing, I've remembered. Was, oh, you've got it. Yeah, uh, it what was it? Death Stranding. Oh, what? and and Dark Souls. What? Who is this man? He's not. He's playing everything from the past. This is like an a 2015 <laughs> Lawrence we're talking to here. Is it? I don't Something feel 2000. Like I wish it was 2015. There'd be no bloody virus. GTA around. 5, Dark Souls, <laughs> World of War. You talking about World of Warcraft? No, no, no. I talked about. You I know, didn't play World of Warcraft. No, yeah. but you mentioned it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've had a blast from the past week, Lawrence. I have, yeah. Very good. Um, I'm trying to think if I played anything else this week, but um, honestly, I didn't. Um, I've just, didn't, don't I've know. just noticed on the Google Doc you're an anonymous penguin. I am. Yeah, I'm an anonymous <laughs> penguin today on the Google Doc. That's who I. That's how I am in spirit. It's my spirit animal. Which is weird because my spirit penguin. animal is the squirrel, and I'm the anonymous squirrel. Very. <laughs> it's squirrel and penguin. <laughs> But I can see you, as right? so your picture's here. We're getting very off topic here. We are. Um, but we're allowed. It's our podcast. We can do whatever we I want. honestly don't think I played anything else worth... Me- I mean, my- Minecraft... I'm still... I'm- I love the server. I Ooh, love playing yeah, on the Minecraft played a bit server. of Minecraft as well. Yeah, you did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. with, the new, with yeah, our new work. resource pack that we got. Yeah, there's a cool uh, resource pack yeah. um, called... Let's find the name Let's for it. It name. is... Fine, we'll um, cut out this, this freeze. It's Patrick's resource pack. Yeah. Um, with the Seuss PTGI shaders, mm-hmm. is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, very detailed. The 32 by yeah. 32 pixel version is free. And then the 124 and 246, two, what, two, what is two, that? 256. Two, two, 256. Yeah. There you go. You have to pay for those. But Worth it. Yeah. 
they look really good. I mean, I only really like the 32 by 32 pixel uh, yeah. resource pack because after that, it doesn't look like Minecraft anymore. Um, it looks too well, detailed yeah. for me. Yeah. I can't can't do it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> see, I I like the new detailed look. I think it's a bit. Um, it just brings a bit of vitality back into the game, at least for me. And I kind of need that to play on the server. <laughs> well, you know what, Lawrence? That's why there's an opportunity of choice here. That means you it can is. have whichever one you wanted. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Isn't see, that just the, one see, of the that, wonders that, of the world? That would be a perfect segue if we had a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> just like the choice you could have if you just, if you want to support yes. the podcast. <laughs> um, right. Let's just swiftly move into the news roundup this week, Lawrence. What has been going on in the world? Well, we've had breaking news literally this morning that we are recording the podcast. Whoa, breaking CD news. Project <laughs> Red. <laughs> Oh, He's yeah. in trouble again, but Typical. I don't know why I'm going with this Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please walk it into I'm the news topic instead into of... I'm news. <laughs> walking straight into news. Ow, my Ow. head. <laughs> Cowbell. Uh, <laughs> basically, they've been hacked really right. badly. Yeah. Um, the documentation relating to accounting and administration, legal, HR, investment relations, more like that. Uh, they've encrypted the servers and they've got all the source codes for Cyberpunk, Witcher, Gwen, and the unreleased version of Witcher 3. And that's, are, that's interesting. That there's an yeah. unreleased version of the Witcher 3 that they've got. Yeah, it's, it's probably the saucier version. Uh <laughs> Uh, basically, the source. Yeah, that's right. I was waiting for that. <laughs> for a minute, I was I was thinking about sources in source code, and then I no, realised what you actually. No. Although actually it is a great play on words, uh, it is a fantastic. That's why it caught me off guard. Basically, they they are the 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 and I quote here: the hackers have said your public image will go down the shitter even more, and people will see how shitty your company functions. Investors will lose trust in your company and the stock will die even lower. You have 48 hours to contact us. This feels like a goddamn movie. It does, especially when the, the first line of it is, you have been epically pwned! As if it's like, <laughs> it's some sort of cool thing to say these days, and it's not. That's that's the kind of thing that an old director would think is a cool thing to put <laughs> in a modern yeah. sci-fi hacking movie, you know? Yeah, hey, is, you've been epically pwned! This is why if I ever work on a sci-fi like coding like hacking movie, it will never say, you've been epically pwned. It will just say, lol. I think it's just tradition at this is point it? for hackers to say, <laughs> you've been epically... The, the hacker oh, code. The hacker <laughs> code. You know it's a real hack when they say you've been epically... <laughs> you've been What's this? Uh, oh, all of our money's been left out of our accounts and moved to offshore accounts in Malaysia. Well, what does the note say? It says, we've hacked you. Oh, it's not legit then. Oh, it's, said, fa- it's, it's fake, not, fake news. It's fake. It's fake. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what have CG, what have CD Project Red said about this? Basically, so they, they, they have confirmed they've been a victim of a targeted cyber attack. Um, Which, first of all, sorry to cut you off again there, but that is uh, the best thing to have done straight away. Oh yeah, because Come out because about it, yeah. many people have gotten into trouble just for not, you know, getting yeah coming out about things like data protection and privacy yeah. leaks and things like that. Um, the, the, later down the line, have caused more issues because they didn't tell customers or consumers yeah. or investors. So first of all. Good, good shout. Carry on. Uh, basically, the unidentified actor gained ac- unauthorized access to our internal network. Another actor? Certain- an actor? Yeah, another actor. This, an is actor. A, this is a film. It is, it a, is a film. It's fake. It's not real. It's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, uh, collected <laughs> certain data belonging to CD <laughs> Projekt to Capital Group. Take a drink of water. Uh, and they left a ransom note uh, that uh, ransom note the the content of which we released to the public. Although some devices in our network have been encrypted, our backups remained intact, and we have already secured our IT infrastructure and begun restoring the data. Uh, we will not give in to the demands, nor negotiate with the actor. Being aware that this may eventually lead to the release of the compromised data, we are taking necessary steps to mitigate the consequences of such a release, in particular by by approaching any parties that may be affected due to the breach. We are still investigating this incident. However, at this time, we can confirm that, to our best knowledge, the compromised systems did not contain any personal data of our players or users of our service. We have already approached the relevant authorities, including law enforcement and the president of the Personal Data uh, Protection Office, as well as IT forensic specialists. 
and we will closely yeah. cooperate with them in order to fully in- investigate this incident. So, players are fine. CD Projekt Red may be screwed. I get. Potentially, yeah. So, Allegedly. I mean, I think it's very it's a, it's a, it's an odd line to walk when you say we're not going to give in to the demands and we're going to have to deal with the consequences of that as they come is what they're basically saying. Pretty much, yeah. Which is, a, which is yeah, it's a tricky one to walk that. We will not accept these terrorist demands, basically. <laughs> basically, yeah. Even if it means we lose a lot of stock stoinks. Stoinks. Yeah, stock stoinks. Jesus. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, well, it was bad enough for them, really. Wait, what, why are sorry, you sorry I just checked my Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, your, your, your lovely girlfriend has just liked my tweet. <laughs> oh, yeah, she saw the tweet. People will, if, if it stays in the edit, which I doubt it will, um, <laughs> people, won't. if people go to it, they'll be like, "What is this? What so, does it even mean?" Anyway. Just boy things, <laughs> just boy things. Um, <laughs> speaking of just boy things, Mass Effect <laughs> Legendary Edition will come back on the butt shots. <laughs> we have to keep this in now. That's it. It's just we, we gotta we gotta keep it in. <laughs> Oh, God. That just, was just... You know what? Don't edit this personal podcast. Just see how well it does. I'm curious. <laughs> it's not even in the news. It's not, is it? What? It's no. The Mass Effect Legendary Edition will no. cut back on, but it's not in there. It's not in there. <laughs> <laughs> suppose we should probably mention it now. <laughs> Very briefly. Um, and they're going to cut back on the butt shots. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's the entire but, bit of news in the Legendary but Edition. But there is a reason why, because for some reason they cut to Miranda, one of the characters, Miranda, who is a very shapely body. They cut to her um, posterior region yeah. to get a look of Shepard who's leaning on the doorway while yeah. she's talking about like her long-lost sister. So it doesn't really add up. <laughs> no, those things don't really seem no. to make good context together. <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> don't edit this? this all out. Just keep it in. Just don't even oh. edit it. Just go with it. <laughs> right. Let's... <clears throat> Professionalism. Right. We're journalists. I really am going to have to pause for a moment and take a drink. <laughs> An expansion for Factorio is in development, Lawrence. Whoa. Factorio, which is the, like, automating factory building management game. I would have never guessed it was a factory game with a name like Factorio. It has an expansion in the works. Um, You're you're excited for this, aren't you? I am very excited for this because Factorio is a game that I think is a little bit underrated. I think there's a lot of potential because it's one of those games that's that can get complicated, but actually the core mechanics of setting up the, the, the buildings and the automation and stuff isn't too difficult for someone to casually play and enjoy. And that's what I really like about this. It's like it's like Satisfactory is another one that's 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 like Factorio but in 3D and first person, whereas Factorio is third person, kind of top-down isometric sort of style. Uh-huh. I enjoy the more casual style of playing this kind of a game i don't want to get too deep into complex advanced stuff that takes a lot of too much thought and and even though this expansion will probably add a lot of things to bring more complexity to the game Mm -hmm. it's also going to have big user interface improvements um blueprint flipping i guess is a feature that they've discussed um the company that makes the game uh woob software said that they've decided that one yeah, I know. They said that they decided that one big expansion pack is the best choice to grow Factorio. Now, considering that Factorio didn't actually officially come out until last year, and was the reason for that that it was in like subcategories for Game of the Year type stuff that we discussed last year, mm-hmm. which made no sense because it's been out for a few years now, I suppose. Like last Maybe year's part three. Two. Yeah. Yeah. So they've said that they think. Um, well, they're going to create an expansion, so it's not coming just yet, uh, but it's going to take uh, about a year to develop. Jeez. But they think that that's going to be how 
they can grow Factorio the best. Obviously, with minor updates to improve things here and there, but not yeah. actually add new stuff until they've got one big expansion ready. So oh, okay. I'm excited. I'm excited to see uh, what this is. Uh, yeah. They said that they also realized that a small DLC packs would create compatibility uh, problems, yes. uh, while a true Factorio two would require them to make major changes to core features. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is things that they're mentioning while they've been discussing uh, how to make the game bigger. So it's very interesting. They have actually got a full blog post on the Factorio website that you can check out for yourself. Um, we don't quite know exactly what what it will feature yet. Um, they say that they're experimenting with new content. So I really hope that they continue with with developing Factorio without making it too overcomplicated. It's basically yeah. what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. So <laughs> the end of the article that we're looking at here from PC Gamer says that it's been in development for nearly nine years. Oh my god! <laughs> so is that how so long they, it was in early access? I mean, maybe not in oh. early access, but they were, they started working on it nine years ago. Then it went into early access, but it was ready for early access. And then it was in early access for a very, very long time, yeah, until last year. Um, Jeez. Maybe when we get bored of Minecraft, we should get everyone on Factorio. Honestly, I would love that because I really think it's worth a shot. And, and things like, oh. like the, satisfac- uh, the satisfactory multiplayer stuff's amazing as well. Well, like does it the- run on Mac? Yes, it does run on Mac, actually. It actually does work on Mac. So it's a game that Sam could So he's got no good excuse then. No, he's got no <laughs> excuse now. We now have to play Factorio. Excellent. That's it. There you go. That's how you Very back- good. That- and that's how you back your friend into a corner. Get onto a podcast where he can't respond back. That's it. There you go. Right, what's next on the news Ooh, today, next Lawrence? is something for me. It's something yep. for moi. It is uh, indeed. It's about Hitman, Hitman 3. Uh, oh, yeah. As, we, as a lot of us know, you can't play Hitman 2 levels yet in Hitman 3 on PC. On console, it works smoothly, it works fine, Wait, it works as intended. Is there a reason for this, or uh, is it just... Yes, there is a reason. It's because Hitman 3 is on the Epic Game Store only. Um, and only Hitman 1 is on the Epic Game Store, not Hitman 2. So uh. they they basically, were, at first they were like, okay, we can give you an access pass at a discount, to which okay. didn't, didn't fly. Oh, no. Because obviously people bought not only the full Hitman 2 game, but also the expansion pass. Yeah, because like they bought me. into the idea you'd be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, like me. Yeah. Um, and now they've basically gone, okay, yeah, that, we'll get rid of that. That, that doesn't... That doesn't work. Big surprise. Uh, and they've now came out and said the location import function will be live by the end of February. They've got it, it does... all figured out. They just need to make sure it works properly. Right. And does that make you feel better about the purchases that, that you have does. made? does, yes. And I will probably be picking up Hitman 3 when this location thing comes out live. Right. Because um, I'm currently working my way through the uh, Hitman 1 in Hitman 2. And then I need to play the Hitman 2 levels. So, right, and then are you going to play Hitman Two and Hitman Three? Yes, because I want Very that good. good RTX lighting, yo. Well, you're one of the few that are able to enjoy it, aren't you, Lawrence? Uh, hope, hopefully, not for too long. Hopefully, not for hopefully too long. Hopefully, not for too long. No. Uh, speaking of too long, though, uh, Prince of Persia remake that we mentioned has been delayed again. Big Lawrence. surprise! No new release date has been announced but they have uh posted a uh, a big post about it and this is something that i mentioned was it last week Possibly. or the week before it's been a long oh week. no it was the quarter one it was the quarter one episode Which was, and i, I was saying week, that i yeah. that i felt weird about this because they said that it was coming out in march but hadn't released anything or yeah, mentioned no anything about it there was anything. no marketing or anything yeah. and i specifically mentioned that because it sounded like they weren't getting on, uh, you know, as well as as well as we hoped. And yeah. lo and behold, they weren't. So I, I don't think um, this will be out till next year, personally. Uh, I mean, okay, so let's read what Ubisoft said. They said, We've made the decision to shift the release for Prince of Persia, The Sons of Time remake to a later date. This extra development time will be able will enable our teams to deliver a remake that feels fresh while remaining faithful to the original. I think that partly this decision has come from watching how CD Projekt Red kind of went down yeah, and thinking we no longer can live in the world where games are really pushed too hard 
because we're just going to see a lot of backlash. And the last thing we want is, you know, is bad to... Ru- it, yeah, bad press for, for a good franchise as well, yeah. you know. And I think it's good if they are thinking in that direction because that yeah. means all the companies are going to start thinking in that direction. And these are like the big companies. So, mm. in a way, CD Projekt Red has done what it's meant to do, which is revolutionise the industry in a different <laughs> way. <laughs> It had to fall to be the hero. It had to be the Batman. <laughs> That's right. I wonder, like, when was the last time we even heard anything about Prince of Persia before all of this? Um, when they announced it. <laughs> and then, and then maybe it was just the fact that they people were now, you know, looking at Q one yes. and bringing Prince of Persia back up again. That they have had to say something. I mean, they will have had to have said something anyway. But I suppose. Now that it's getting close enough for the time that people are going to be like, hey, where's that? Where's that Prince of Persia game? Yeah, where's that? Yeah. That they've had I, to go, ooh. I do like how they've done the whole cyberpunk words on an image Twitter thing. <laughs> yes, it's becoming another it's staple. Yeah. Revolutionizing the industry, I told you all. <laughs> but it's uh, working as intended, and we'll just now have to wait for for them to... That's good. To announce the next thing. Well, you know Mass Effect that we just spoke about? <laughs> we did just speak did, about Mass Effect. We did it's have an the, article on Mass Effect. <laughs> not the one that we mentioned. Not the one that we one. mentioned, but a different one. A good one. All right. A good, good what, one. What do we, a good one. All right. Good, good news one. Go on, uh, you can have the good, good news this, this week. Yeah, Bioware is working with the modern community on the Mass Effect Legendary Edition compatibility. Because there's obviously a lot of mods for Mass Effect. Like, a lot of mods. Like, oh, God, there's a lot of mods. Yeah. Uh, and... It's good that Bioware uh, have been in touch with, with quite a few modders and the modder community in general to say, okay, what can we do to pull all these over? Right. Okay. Um, so this is more about the modding community's mods being compatible. Yes. And Interesting. To, and to help make more mods again. So wow. maybe modding tools and stuff like that. It, it It's very, and I don't want to keep bringing this up, it's very Cyberpunk 2077. Mm. <laughs> if there the wasn't a previous Cyberpunk 2077 for them to work with, though, that's, I, think, I think on Cyberpunk's side of things, they need modders to make the game work. Basically, whereas... basically they're bethesda that the bit Bethesda. we're trying to say the, the, yeah. the Bethesda Cyberpunk is Bethesda Mass Effect is is turning into the new like friendly platform I guess for modders right I'm looking forward okay. to it you know do you think they'll be working with modders who put in camera shots back in uh, for certain angles that may or may not get removed in the legendary edition I bloody hope so <laughs> <laughs> very good very good uh, <laughs> you can take this next one as well Lawrence can I? oh you you're can. very kind <laughs> uh-uh. well apparently a fan designed Sonic Mania Lego set yeah yes. fan designed fan designed fan designed is getting an official release oh yeah so so was this from Oh, okay. I understand. So I this understand was pitched from the, from the on the Lego Ideas Community Contribution site all the way back in 2019. Yeah. Uh, okay. A person called Viv Grinnell, I'm not sure if it's male or female, um, blocky reimagine of Sonic Mania was this week given the green light for an official set over on the Lego blog. While it's likely the final version won't look, look exactly like Grinnell's concept, the early pitch nails the throwback look of Sonic Mania, though the hedgehog himself still looks like, looks bizarre in minifig form, which he, he does. He does. He, he does, really does. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> giving mean, Lego ideas, let anyone submit designs to be turned around to blocky little toys. There's always a few game concepts kicking around. A Fall Guys set was sadly passed on this review phase, as was last year's promising Paul 2 submission. Okay. So, yeah, yeah interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the Super Mario one didn't come from a fan submission. No, I think that was a straight collaboration with Nintendo. Yeah, but because but because Mario has got one, Sega will have wanted a Sonic one. Yeah. And then Lego could have gone, oh, well, we just so happened to have had this submitted on our Lego Ideas communities. Yeah. You know, wouldn't yeah. this be amazing if, you know, amazing press for Lego to have one of the fans who have designed a concept for you know all those stars aligned i think 
and it's good for everybody it's good for the person that created it it's good for uh lego who can you know say that their contributions go to you know the community actually does get things you know their ideas do get made and it's good for sega because now they're going to have a set that relates to the mario stuff Mm -hmm. um mario and sonic are always you know, it doesn't always, it doesn't look like there's a rivalry, but there kind of always is a bit of a rivalry. Yeah, I think. yeah, um, yeah. I so, but that's really nice, and yeah. um, I guess we'll see some more in the future as to what that's going to look like properly. I'm interested yeah, to definitely. see what Sonic's going to look like. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah, they need to nail Sonic. Yeah. The next I, article, which I'll yeah, take, you can yeah, you yeah, can sit you back. Can, I can because I don't understand. I was Relax. just about to say this is one that you know more about. It is. So later Go on. this week. So about now, as of you listening, probably. Oh, oh, it's already happened. Anthem. Do you remember that game? (laughs) Oh, boy. I do remember Anthem. Do you? I do remember it. Well, I remember just about enough of it. That Iron Man game, which you didn't shoot out of your hands, but with a normal gun. Yeah. Makes sense. EA is going to decide whether it lives or dies. Wow, okay. Yeah. So what does that mean? What does Basically, that mean? EA, it still isn't sure if it's going to invest into the massively overhauling of Anthem, into Anthem Next, is what it's called. Yeah. Um, this is a, a a report from Jason Schreier, so we know it's in good graces, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, <laughs> they need to at least triple... Um, like the numbers of people working on the game, because there's only 30 people right now. Uh, so they need at least... Uh, 90. The publisher is set to meet this week to decide whether it will abandon the Bioware game or not. And that will depend on what they have, what their plan is. Yeah. Um, so we will learn so, more about the fate of Anthem. So it's like, so it's like, it's going to live or die based on what they've got planned for it right now. And yes. if they don't have anything good... And they They're don't have enough the to water. convince them, then it's dead. Yeah. What do you think they need to do, Lawrence, in order to, to um, make Anthem survive oh, and make Jesus. it a game we actually want to play? How long do we have? Well, you see, here's the thing. They've already built the game. So they've got level design. They've got character design. They've got core mechanics, right? No, they haven't. I think... <laughs> I <laughs> they, they haven't think, got core mechanics right at all. I think this game needs to go free-to-play. I think it needs to go beyond free-to-play. What you what pay us to play the game? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, the 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 in terms of actual development, the game design and the core concepts need massive revamps because they were not good at all. Um, yeah. Loot distribution needs to be changed. Uh, combat needs to have a massive overhaul. Yeah, uh, the world is fine. Just build yeah. it a bit more. Bring in a bit more lore. Yeah, and that's what um, I'm trying. That's kind of what I was trying to say is that yeah. they need to just take what they've got now and say, how do we turn this into a free-to-play game that's casual enough to jump into? I mean, I don't even know if they have a full story or anything with this, but they probably need to take a look into what they've got and redesign a game around. Like it's as if to say, like to a game designer, hey, here's a million assets. Um, go they all work together in some way and it's a jigsaw puzzle that you just gotta you just gotta put mm-hmm. a new game together and obviously that's way harder than me just saying it like that okay I, I understand that I can't just say here's a bunch of things make a new game yeah. but you know coming together and yeah tripling the team would be great to have 90 people working on it instead of 30 I can't believe only 30 people made that you know, as it is, because visually it looks good. Well, I mean, you know, it looks. It, it, well, I don't think it was thirty people that made Anthem as it was. I think that was down to poor leadership, um, right? Mainly because the development team didn't know what the hell they were making until remember that E three when it was shown off. Yeah, that's yeah, when it was. That's when it was. That's when basically when the dev team was told, "Okay, that's what we're making." Yeah. Okay. So. So poor leadership, I think, basically. Yeah. Yeah, but if they can if they can make it worth the time investment into what they've got, because it's not like the idea isn't cool. It's just that yeah. it was just was not executed. The execution was very poor. Um, basically, yeah. Bioware was planning a No Man's Sky next style overhaul to try and make good its promise and vision. And I don't even think the game should be anything like that. It shouldn't be a No Man's Sky. Well, it's not. Uh, no, they're not trying to make it like No Man's Sky. They're trying to make it like, you know, the fact that No Man's Sky basically flops and then came back and revived itself. They're, oh. they're trying to do that. Basically like oh. Cyberpunk. 
the the whole this term no man's sky style is is this new thing where it's like okay we've flopped but we're gonna try and make good on our promises and build on that yeah Um, the promise and vision that they don't have currently yes basically we need more time I suppose next week we'll have to tell you whether they did or didn't yeah. um, pull through with that. Stay On tuned. next episode of Get Real Gaming Podcast. You know, at first I thought we were getting through the news pretty quick, but now we're about halfway through the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we went off on one. That's a lot of news. That, that, that's a lot of news. All right. So, like we mentioned... You've got 10 very, minutes at the, go. At the beginning of the, <laughs> at the podcast. Um, 5AC... Uh, it's what we're talking about today because well one of the things we're talking about today because it was a big uh a big thing that we were looking forward to this week uh it was the new map and new easter egg so 5ac is a much bigger zombies map than uh die machine which was you know already was a natter and totem uh expansion should i say mm-hmm. you know you go out of the bunker and then you, there's an overground and an underground well in 5ac there's a village and then uh, there's a whole uh, base, which doesn't have an underground, but has plenty of, you know, levels and buildings with multiple levels of, of things to do. Um, it's it's big enough that it, you could travel around the map on uh, jump jump pads that, that are on the floor in certain areas. Mm-hmm. And each area has like three uh, almost Omaha Beach style uh, defense fronts where at certain rounds, you know, certain milestones 10 to 20 to 30 or something yeah. um you'll have uh, big incoming waves from those specific places and you have to get there to defend the base otherwise um i don't actually know what happens if you fail but i'm assuming i think it's like the power goes out completely again or something and you have to redo the whole uh going to each uh ether reactor which is three on the map getting them back online again in order to have power there's new enemies and there's returning enemies. So you've got Hellhounds, which are a return from older uh, Call of Duty zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were mentioned in some documents, uh, kind of a bit lorry type things to say that they were dogs that went into the dark ether and when they came out were on fire. So that was a bit of lore there. That was nice. Mm-hmm. We've got Manglers, which are returning from... Ooh, I don't remember which one they are, but they are, they are a returning uh, enemy. Uh, they've got a big kind of energy gun hand that you can blow off um oh. and then there's these uh new enemies called mimics oh, uh, which God. will appear you'll uh you'll as you're running around the map you'll see random bits of uh random bits of like items that you can pick up on the floor like maybe it's a monkey bomb maybe it's like a a, a score streak like a like a chopper gunner or a war machine or something but but actually, you it's a, a mimic and it'll jump out at you and it's a big thing that can grab you and it can eat you up. And it's quite quick, actually. It's, it's much faster than regular zombies. So it's a bit spooky to be being chased by one. Yeah, I'm just getting PTSD of D&D mimics and oh, Dark gosh. Souls mimics. It's, yeah. it's, it's horrible. You open a treasure chest and it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> but um, the Easter egg in Firebase C, which is kind of the main kind of pull into zombies at the moment mm-hmm. um carries on the story from uh the die machine easter egg uh the crew have gone to uh five ac which is another village where they've discovered there is another uh, portal to the dark ether but uh, samantha maxis who is again another returning character mm-hmm. she had arrived earlier and had been uh, essentially captured and thrown into the dark ether by a um, traitor to America. Uh, his name's Dr. Peck. Uh, he's working for the Russians uh, for Omega. And he threw Sam into the dark uh, ether and was basically running experiments on it to see how long she would survive and was trying to get the information back to Omega in Russia. Mm-hmm. And um, you've shown up to rescue Sam and shut down the the portal, basically. And so you go through an Easter egg story where at first Dr. Peck sounds like he's going to help you, so you turn on the power. Uh, but by doing so, you just allow him to start transferring his data back to Omega. Then you have to try and uh, forcibly uh, convince him to start telling you how to get Sam back in the form of actually pumping a truth serum into his office that he's hiding in. Oh. Um, 
Then uh, we're going to get into some zombie spoilers here now. So if you're not interested, if you want to play it yourself, that's fine. But um, yeah, so as you carry on through the Easter egg, you find out a bit more about Dr. Peck. Um, he's leading you through some steps to try and reopen the portal, but you eventually end up overloading the power um, to the portal and destroying it completely because his truth serum ran, ran out early because you didn't mix it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you you have to realign space satellites uh, to fire lasers down on the sat- satellite in 5AC to overload the power to the portal again, reopen the portal, and uh, Maxis comes out. Samantha comes out and she's very confused and she looks like she's got dark ether in the eyes. So it kind of... Dark ether into eyes. So I think there's going to be a bit more to this moving forward. I think Sam's probably got a little bit of something going on. Um, and as Ooh. you try to overload and then you, you've overloaded the power to the base, so it's about to explode, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've done another job there by you know destroying the portal. But as you are going to go and leave, um, a god, uh, an elder god, shows up at the village... And uh, you have to kill him as the final boss in order to escape. Um, And then at the end of that, Sam goes back to uh, Weaver to, I guess, give her intel on what she's found and seen. Uh, But letting her back into the the base, I suppose, is probably going to be, you know, I think that's going to lead to potential problems if there's something going on with Sam. Mm. Um, she might have some issues. I mean, she's definitely got daddy issues at this point. We could tell that. We tell that for sure. Um, but the Easter egg's really good, and there's actually cutscene. There's a cutscene, um, you know, at the end where you get to see Sam, and you in your getup and your operator skin is there. So that's really cool because they haven't really done an you know an Easter egg like that where where you can see a cutscene so so nicely in a while. To have a bit of story is really good and it is very reminiscent of uh, GTA in terms of the, the format of the cutscene and stuff. Uh, is, you know, that does kind it of feel way. very next-gen zombies? I do. I think so. Because, you know, one of the best things about this Easter egg, it's not that long and it's not overcomplicated. Yeah, it is and very quick, it seems. When I was watching quick. you and Sam doing it. Yeah, it's quick and it's... And it's not too difficult to understand what's going on. And that mm. is my favorite thing about it. Because, you know, back in the in Black Ops uh, 3, 4, was it? I don't Which one are we on now? We're on Black Ops 5 or something. I don't bloody know. I don't keep track and anymore. Back when they tried to just... Conv- we had we had all the final characters of the, of the old storyline all going through all the maps and all the things were all coming together. And it was just way too much to understand and get your head around at that point. There's like videos that are hours and hours long trying to explain the story. Yeah, I it's, tried to see and watch it, it didn't work. But this is that this is a streamlined, not overcomplicated, but also following a very coherent story that you can follow very well. And I really like that about this. Um also, just to mention as well, when Sam comes out of the portal, she's wearing different parts of the original premise crew. So she's got a Takio's sword on her back, she's got uh Nikolai's goggles on her head you know she's got uh pieces of the Primus crew with her so that is also extremely interesting it's almost as if they're artifacts or something that she's collected and she takes with her so I want to know more about that moving forward um but overall the map is really big which is great there's already so many like little easter eggs being found um and the fact that we've you know it makes me think like in Die Machine we noticed people found that past round 40 or something, you could kind of see a huge monster in the background of the forest walking through and um, audio logs and written pieces of lore that were found mm-hmm. led to the idea that there were elder gods that had broken out of the dark ether that were now roaming around. And during Die Machine, that was super interesting because we were wondering, oh, what are we gonna, when are we going to see that again? Is it, is it leading to something bigger? And then lo and behold, in Firebase C, you fight, these elder gods now they're actually here in the in the world not in the dark ether mm-hmm. and they're storming the beach during the assault waves and they're you know they're the final boss um you know to finish the easter egg and it's really interesting to think well what part of this one is gonna carry over to the next one so i think obviously it's still early days of firebase c but i think over the next few weeks we'll start to see more audio logs more lore come out that indicate pieces of this map uh, some things are going to carry on 
forward to the next one. So anyway, I really like it. And the Easter egg is uh, already being uh, speedrun. Obviously, it's already undergoing the speedrun treatment. The world record for the Easter egg right now in order to speedrun it, the time is 26 minutes and 29 seconds. And uh, people think that's the fastest it's ever going to get pre-patch because um, it sounds like the developers are going to patch a jump in the village that allows you to skip opening a starter door that costs like 1,250 points. That will take you a couple of rounds of time to finish, to to be able to open, to even get from the village to the firebase. Currently, you can just parkour a uh, a specific jump um, that allows you to get to the village in 30 seconds. But if they patch that jump... Um, then it'll take a couple of minutes and those minutes will then be added on to the potential time of the of the speed run. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that 2629 is the fastest we'll ever see it. Um, but there's also, you know, a possibility that uh, other things will be found in the future. So I hope there is. But mm-hmm. either way, I rate the 5AC a big thumbs up, a big Ricardo thumb of approval. Very good, as you were. Keep you know, it up. You, Proud you, of you. You know the whole the time the time is. My head went straight to Fable. The time is. The time is very late. Yes. When, when the, did I say the, the time? time is? Oh, said the world time is. Yeah. 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 T- again, it's all a Fable thing. One just day Fable will Fable. just be announced, and then we'll. we'll well, it is, I mean, it not announced. announced but, I mean, but yeah. it'll we'll we'll hear more about Fable, and we'll finally be happy. We'll, We'll finally be happy, yeah. But we'll, until we'll then, have happiness back in our lives. It was good. Right. So, Lawrence, now that yes. I've talked your ear off about Firebase C, you can now talk my ear off about Final Fantasy XIV. Well, Final Fantasy XIV is a good game. Right. Thanks for listening, everybody. That was... Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, on the, on the 6th, I think it was, uh, the Saturday... Um, I stayed up very late to very watch, late, very late to God. watch the live stream reveal of the new expansion. It lasted for two damn hours. Wow! And it started at like one in the morning, so that was you fun. were up late. I was up late. The things I do to get news to you people. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, they, they didn't show, didn't reveal any story details, but they did show off a uh, a trailer, a t- like a CGI trailer, and it looked very good. Oh, yeah. well, as as CGI trailers tend to do. Yes, but it's Final Fantasy, and you know they always they 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 go ham. It's it's madness. Um, they showed off the new class, the new job, which is uh, the Sage, which is a healer class, which I'm very looking forward to seeing players with it because you get like these four kind of arrowy things, which. It, Bit like float around and you can like fling them towards people, and it's really cool. It's so let's really, just, really cool. So let's just take a step back for a moment. So, uh-huh. Final Fantasy 14 is the MMO Final it Fantasy, it is the MMO Final Fantasy, yes. Before, before this healer class was announced, how would you build a healer into your party? Well, there's, there's three other healer classes. Um, oh, so there's multiple healer classes. Yes, there's multiple healer classes. There's multiple DPS. There's multiple ranged de- ranged melee DPS. There's multiple physical DPS. There's multiple magical DPS. Uh, there's multiple tanks and multiple healer classes. Each do okay. a, like a specific. Well, they, they tank. They all can like say tanks, for example. They can all can tank, but they all do it in different ways. So, what makes this one? Uh different to the other healer classes this, this one uh the sage is i think it's more shield based healing rather than um like say astrologian is buffed based healing uh well white mage is just pure heals um, right so it's like different styles but you can okay. you can level you can level all of them on one character mm-hmm. so you can just literally switch you, you could play as a tank, DPS, and healer all on one character. Really? Uh, yeah. Like, say, say I I level up as a tank. And I'm like, okay, I want to give DPS a go. I want to kind of stop tanking for a little while. I could literally just go back and, um, like, go pick up literally a, a weapon, and it'll change me to that class. I'll be back to level really? one, but I'd have to level that up again. That is so I'd, different I'd than traditional. Yeah, that's so different than a traditional MMO. It's really good. <laughs> um... So literally, you're only making characters for the aesthetic of it. Uh, which so could don't... you 
So could you be an entire party in one character? You can be. You could be a tank, DPS, and healer in all one character. Technically, yes, but you can only have one job on at a time, and you can't switch during combat or in a dungeon. Uh, so that, that's the that's, that's the, the caveat. Kicker. But yeah. they are they introduced in Shadowbringers, which is the current expansion, which came out two years ago, the companion system, which I have no idea about because I've not got up there yet, and I'm really looking forward to it. Excellent. Um, so what else is new in this in this new announced expansion? Oh, what's it cool. called, by the way? It is called Endwalker. Right. So what's what else is new in Endwalker that well, they Well they revealed that the expansion since A Realm Reborn happened. Um so like all the story it's all been one long 10-year story. Jeez. So they basically MCU'd this thing. Right. Uh, and previously it wasn't considered that. No. Everyone thought, okay, well, it's just it's just an expansion, you know, just new storylines um, in places that we, we like, like the old places and the new places. Okay. So, so it's it's very, um, it's very good. It's very good. It's all good. coming together. It's all coming together, yeah. Uh, they, Is there a... They've even said um, the patch because the the patches for Final Fantasy fourteen are very like uh, kind of kind of like World of Warcraft expansions. You just get quest lines and that's it. They say the the entire story of Endwalker will end during the six point zero update and six point one will be an entirely new adventure separate from from the game from 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 not wow. from the game from, from the main storyline. So you have to get really up to date with everything in order to understand the ending, I suppose. Uh, not, not really. You just have to play the game. If you play the game, you'll know what's going on. Right. Uh, right now, I'm confused because there's a the trailer reveals a paladin walking on the moon. Oh, okay. Yep, it's the moon. It, and it's it, and, it's and moon. The, the article says, if you play Final Fantasy fourteen, I promise it makes sense. And right. I kind of know what they mean by that. Yeah, that does um, seem a little bit crazy. It's very, but it's very Final Fantasy. I um, mean, as it sh- as as it's as it uh, should be. Yeah, um, they they are going to reveal more. Uh, they're going to reveal the net the other job, which is another physical DPS job. Uh, at the fan fest in May, and the game is meant to come out in fall this year. So I'm very All looking this forward year. to it. Yeah, so you've got very. enough time. And how much how much is Final Fantasy fourteen to play at this well, point in time? Right. Well it's free up to level sixty. The max cap is eighty. And you right. get the base game and uh the first expansion, Heaven Sword, for free. Okay. Uh and then the rest you have to pay for. There is a sale on until uh the fifteenth, so it's worth checking out and playing and all that. Um it is slow at the beginning in terms of combat if you come from WoW. But it does speed up, and it, it, there's a lot to Final Fantasy fourteen. It's it's not just questing and all that. You know, you get your chocobos and your and and your your triple triad card game, your gold saucer, and you get uh, right. housing and all sorts. There's a lot there. So um, so sorry, did you just say that the combat's a bit slow, like World of Warcraft? Uh, no, it's it, if you come from World of Warcraft, the combat will seem slow because Whoa. of the because of the global cooldown. At the beginning, just at the beginning, because you are literally, you only you'll only have like three or four buttons um, at the beginning. But as you level up, you have obviously get more abilities, more buttons. So you have so it kind of mitigates that whole slowness, but and it feels a lot more. Active. From my from my perspective, World of Warcraft was slow compared to Elder Scrolls. So if what well, you're El- saying El- is Elder is, Scrolls is is, is uh, the combat system is is a bit different because obviously with your clicking, it's very proactive. But yeah. the cooldowns cool on abilities uh, are probably the same same time, I, I would reckon. But it's just that, for, like, when I tried WoW, like, mm-hmm. I tried WoW yes. uh, before the expansion came out, the more recent expansion came out, just to see what the yeah. Hubba Baloo is all about. And I was just immediately turned off by how slow combat was. Even I mean, yeah. obviously, it's just the beginning of it, but even then yeah. I was like, oh, this is too slow for me. Yeah. Elder Scrolls... Um, really was the first MMO that really got me playing MMOs. Yeah. So, so it, World of Warcraft seems be, slow. It may, might be too slow for you. I, I, I don't know. It's definitely worth giving a go because obviously the, the story is, well, a lot of Final Fantasy fans have said the story in Final Fantasy fourteen is the best Final Fantasy story. So if you're right. a fan of Final Fantasy, you'll enjoy it. Um, well, even if you're free, not, you could enjoy it. 
Well, it's free until the fifteenth, so it's 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 uh, not the sale for the complete collection oh, the is on the fifteenth, but the game is free up till uh, past the first expansion. Right. So if you're looking into that, that's a lot of hours. Like if you're interested in the most, uh, you can give it a free go anyway. Oh god, a lot of hours. A lot of hours. Is there anything I've, else I've, that you wanted to? Oh, well, put it this way: I spent two weeks, and I'm only halfway through the first main story. I'm not even Damn. up to the expansion yet. <laughs> so was that uh, it for all from the Endwalker reveal? I mean, they, they showed off a Animal Crossing-esque, like they teased the Animal Crossing-esque bit to it, but they didn't explain a lot of it, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm interested in them. I want to see what they want to do with it. Right. Um, they announced new housing options in Ishgard, which is my favourite city. Uh, it's Heavensford's um, city, so yeah. Um what else did they announce? They announced a lot of things. It was a long night. <laughs> a very long night. A very long night. But at the end of it, you were left feeling ready to rumble. Oh, I couldn't sleep. I was buzzed. Oh, goodness. That's even worse. I mean, that's that's more difficult. Than... I was so excited. I was like, I want to play. I need to play. I was also ill, yeah. so that wasn't fun. No. <laughs> Excellent. Right, well, that'll be us done for the end of today, oh. I suppose. We, that, that was actually a lot shorter than I it thought was. we'd end up going on oh. about it. Oh, I could put Excellent my feet stuff. up. Put your feet up now, though. I say right. put my feet up, but, you know, I can... Uh, I've got D&D get, later, so I, don't, I can't put my feet up. You need to get one of those uh, desk hammocks for your feet. Like desk I hammocks? Yeah, I've got, a little, um, I've got a little thing that you hook on the sides of your table that go underneath the table, and it's a little hammock for your feet. Ah. Huh. See, I've got I've got like a wire um, basket underneath my desk, so I can't. No, I can well, that. I have a wire basket as well, but I avoid that carefully. And then oh. I don't have the ba- the basket is is drilled to the back of my desk, so it's not in the ah. middle of the desk. But oh, anyway, <laughs> see, we need to we we need to review that kind of stuff. This is this is, we do. next week. We're going to be reviewing that kind of stuff. <laughs> desk accessories, desk accessories, peripherals to help with your blood circulation for us old buggers. Well, if you have any desk accessories that you want to tell us about, you can do so on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at GetRealPod. And you can also email us, GetRealGaming at gmail.com. Uh, thanks very much for listening to today's episode and watching the video if you're watching it on YouTube and uh, listening to it wherever you're listening to it. You just it, put pressure on me now. I've got to bring out this video. <laughs> yeah, you do. Right. Thanks very much, guys. We'll chat to you next week. Bye for now. Bye.